Hello and welcome to this special podcast episode in which I share chapter one of the Pinnacle of Presence, how great leaders connect, instill trust and get the right results. With me, the author, Sheila Wary. I wrote this book to support leaders in navigating the challenges of modern leadership and learning an essential skill that's required for our times, that of being a team coach knowing how to create an environment in which your team can do their best work and in which they're clear and aligned on what's needed to achieve high performance. This book is based on my Pinnacle of Presence framework with team presence at the Pinnacle. Reaching this Pinnacle requires you to be aware of the behaviours, the actions and the voice you bring to team settings as well as the voice you allow in others so they can do the same. But here's the catch. You can't just focus on your team until you've done the self-work yourself, until you're clear on who you're being when you're being your best self. This is the first subdomain of the framework, inner presence. And then giving conscious, intentional thought to how you're projecting your best self outwards, signaling that you have what it takes to lead. To do this, it is important to be clear on the core behaviours required to demonstrate both strength and warmth as a leader. This is what will support you in cultivating trust, connection and credibility. This is the second foundational domain of the framework and I define it as leadership presence. It is then and only then that you can turn your attention to team presence, cultivating psychological safety using intentional communication and navigating team dynamics, both within your team and across key stakeholders. So that's the framework, the map I've used countless times to support many, many clients to successfully navigate the challenges of modern leadership, releasing their own potential and the potential of their team. So with that said, I'm now delighted to share chapter one with you and I wish you all the best on your leadership and your team journey. Go well. The Pinnacle of Presence, How Great Leaders Connect, Instill Trust and Get the Right Results by Sheila Wary. Introduction. Imagine working with a team that was open, curious and safe enough to talk and think through problems together to find innovative solutions without the risk of negative consequences or interpersonal fear. Imagine feeling like you no longer have to keep working harder and pedaling faster to succeed in this complex, fast-paced, hyper-connected world and that you no longer have to come up with all the solutions yourself. Imagine starting each workday feeling grounded and invigorated confident in how you are leading yourself and others. Clear you are making the right choices. Life may be hectic, but you feel a sense of ease and calm. You have a clear direction, you are present. Fantasy or possibility? If you read this book and put in some self-reflective work, it's a definite possibility. For many years, I've had the privilege of supporting smart, brave and dedicated leaders to improve their ability to work effectively with others to produce results. They have moved from being stuck or overwhelmed 
to being empowered to release their own potential and the potential of their teams. Witnessing these transformations has galvanized me to put down the steps that I've seen work again and again. There is no cookie cutter solution, of course, and no two leaders are the same. The approach I offer is a framework and it starts with trust and connection. The central piece of work these leaders do is to build their capacity to connect with themselves and with others. This is an essential starting point because connection is the key to cultivating relationships. Relationships are the key to collaboration. Collaboration is fundamental if you want successful results. You can't bypass relationships to get to results, not in the long term, not sustainably. Simple? Yes. Easy? No. Or at least it takes some practice and it takes a process. My process is the pinnacle of presence framework and it incorporates three distinct domains, inner presence, leadership presence, and team presence. You may have heard and read about presence. It's a nebulous term that means different things to different people. The main thing that people agree on is that leaders need it, whatever it is. Let's simplify it for a moment and say that presence is bringing your best self to the role of leadership. To bring your best self to the role of leadership, you need to understand yourself, your inner drivers, your behaviours, your strengths and weaknesses. And you need to understand the effect these have on others. This is why I've expanded the concept of presence to the three domains. Inner presence, being self-empowered to fully accept and believe in yourself, confident to show others the real you. Leadership presence, projecting your inner presence outwards, signaling that you have what it takes to lead others. And team presence, cultivating an environment that empowers teams to collaborate, to learn and to innovate. Or to put it more simply, inner presence, why you do it, leadership presence, how you do it, and team presence, doing it together. The presence you bring to yourself and your teams can be the greatest gift to yourself and to those you lead. If you're feeling overwhelmed by the relentless demands of your work, presence will help you feel calm and confident. If you're feeling frustrated by your working relationships or by missing out on promotion opportunities, it will help you generate connection and credibility. If your teams are fragmented and underperforming, it will help you cultivate collaboration and creativity. This book shows you how. I will show you practical ways to set aside the individual leadership and team habits and behaviors that aren't working for you. In their place, I've provided a roadmap to a new way of living and leading more thoughtfully, more intentionally, using human connection as the key. I will take you through a process to support your own self-reflection and learning. We will work together, as I do with my clients, to discover your inner resources and find new ways to manage the challenges of modern leadership.
Part one, navigating the challenges of modern leadership. Increasingly, the sources of competitive advantage will come from the capacity to build cooperative partnerships across various ecosystems. That will bring to the center stage the capacity to create cultures of cooperation, trust and inclusion. Linda Grattan, Professor of Management Practice, London Business School. Chapter one, relationships to results. The door opens and my new client walks in. Let's call her Ash. Ash's face is taut, her brow is drawn together and her forehead furrowed. Unconsciously, as we start to chat, she clenches her hands tightly together. With a few gentle questions, her words start to flow, then gain momentum. Ash explains that she is overwhelmed, frustrated, drained, her problems are multiplying and she doesn't know how to manage them. She can't understand it. She's a professional and until recently confident in her abilities. Now she's not so sure. She just can't see a path forward. Nearly every leader I work with, no matter what challenges or opportunities they face, has a common story. They've worked hard to get to where they are. And now they've hit a snag and they're struggling to produce their best results. It could be that they've lost their zest for leading or they're missing out on promotion opportunities or feel overwhelmed or burnt out or on the cusp of burnout. Are frustrated by those around them, their manager, their peers, their stakeholders and the relationship has frayed. Feel confused about whether the choices they're making are the right ones are receiving feedback that the behaviour is being portrayed in a negative light. Feel their team are disengaged or demotivated. They know they've reached a stumbling block, but they don't know what's causing it or how to untangle themselves from it. Add to this that they are expected to be on and available 24-7 in this fast-paced, hyper-connected world of work. And they feel they have to pedal harder faster and longer to keep ahead of the curve. This can leave them feeling overwhelmed and frustrated, unclear about what to prioritize to turn their ship around and how to navigate the waters ahead. Does this sound familiar? There's a central theme to these problems. Their management strategies are no longer working. They're more focused on results than relationships which is a leadership style that is no longer effective in the complex times in which we're living and working. Why not? Because relationships are the building blocks of effective teams. And in today's complex world, working in teams is no longer optional, it's imperative. The problems we are facing are so complex that teamwork and collective thinking are essential to providing innovative solutions, creative problem solving, and getting work done. This is an argument supported by global accounting firm Ernst & Young in their 2013 report entitled, The Power of Many. In this report, they showed the results of a survey of 821 senior executives an overwhelming majority believed that the ability to develop and manage teams was essential for future competitiveness. 
These executives felt they spent over 50% of their time on team activities. This really brings the ability of leaders to effectively manage and work with their teams into sharp focus. The report states that leadership in a team setting is much less about command and control and more about getting the most out of a diverse and experienced group of individuals. Until recently, leaders used rational cause and effect strategies to come up with solutions. Certainty and predictability meant you could use your expertise, rational mind and a more commanding or hierarchical style of leadership. In fact, you were paid to use your expertise and come up with the answers. But that certainty and predictability is no longer there. Our world of work has shifted unrecognisably and will continue to do so. We no longer work nine to five, remain with one company for decades, or switch off like we used to when leaving the office. We don't sit at our desk in one location, and many of us don't sit together with our teams each day. Virtual meetings have replaced face-to-face -face meetings, and teams have become more geographically dispersed and diverse. Changes will continue. They're hurtling towards us at speed, and we can't plan for what's next. We don't know what next is. In this new world of work, leaders today are like racing car drivers, but they're on a new and different racetrack. In the past, drivers pulled into the pits when their tyres need changing. The pit stop team practised and through coordinated effort could change all four tyres in under two seconds. Astonishing. The driver then raced back out onto the course. It was a level playing field. All drivers needed to make these pit stops, but the driver with the competitive edge was the one with the team who worked well together and honed their art. Not anymore. The racing car driving leaders of today need more than speed and consistency from their teams if they want their business to maintain a competitive advantage. As a leader, you used to drive around the track before the event to plan, prepare and visualise tactics. Now the track ahead is shifting and reshaping before your very eyes. You can't see what is next. You can't see what is around the next bend. Your tyre requirements keep changing based on the unpredictable new track. Your team must calculate what tyres you need at any given moment. More pit stops, less time and harder choices. As the driver, what do you do in this situation? Be clear on your purpose to win the race. Absolutely. Be clear on operational aspects, such as making sure your team is highly skilled and motivated. Of course. Yet so much remains unknown. To remain agile and thrive, you must shift your thinking and ask, what does this team and our stakeholders need? And your team and all other stakeholders must do the same. As a client recently shared, my senior leadership team and the wider team generally talk of change fatigue. I get it, but it isn't going to change. Our business as it currently stands won't exist in five years. Our purpose will be the same, but how we achieve success will be totally unrecognizable from any strategy we're employing now. You can no longer be expected to have all the answers. 
Now, more than ever, you need the brain's trust of your whole team. Thinking about this racing car scenario, the key for your team to maintain competitive advantage and produce effective outcomes is their ability to rapidly, effectively and intentionally talk and think together with agility. It is essential that the leader and their crew are openly discussing issues, making suggestions, owning mistakes, coming up with potential solutions together, tweaking and nudging, and all this must be done at speed. It takes a team that feels safe enough to do this together, one that understands the necessity of speaking up, giving feedback and challenging ideas and each other respectfully. One that can do this within their team, but also across teams, a network of teams talking and thinking together. Leaders today are not necessarily driving the car either. Their role may be best served in the pits, creating the right environment for their team to keep navigating the changing path ahead. As a client shared, I work hard to empower my senior leaders. I say, you are my leadership team. The best experience for me is if you can come to a common view before coming to me. I don't want to be the conduit for decision-making. Make decisions. I will always back you as long as you aren't shooting from the hip. You can't turn the car if you aren't moving. This leader is explicitly encouraging her team to question, challenge, have hard conversations and keep driving forward collectively interdependently. Yet it doesn't stop there. There is a need for end-to-end -end accountability across the business and an avoidance of siloed thinking. There's a need to draw out connections between teams as well as within teams. My client demonstrates this as she explains, I work exceptionally hard to build trust with all my stakeholders. I seek to connect in order to understand their needs. My client understands the fundamental need to focus on cultivating relationships to get to the results. And to do this, she starts with trust.